This is the Daily Texan Newscast for the week ending in September 25th. I'm Justin Atkinson. And I'm Samir Asani, in for Anthony Green. This week in news. Beginning spring 2016, students and faculty will be able to walk between the Below Center for New Media and the Jesse H. Jones Communications Center without touching the pavement of the street. Largely funded by the Moody Foundation's $50 million contribution to the university in 2013, the Moody College of Communications Bridge Project was approved by members of the Austin City Council in early June and is set to be completed in late February or early March next year. In front of the Martin Luther King Jr. statue on the East Mall, a group of students and community members gathered Wednesday to protest protest racism and anti-Muslim attitudes in the U.S. The demonstration was sponsored by the Palestine Solidarity Committee and was inspired specifically by the arrest of Irving teenager Ahmed Mohammed, who was arrested earlier this month after bringing a homemade clock to school that teachers thought was a hoax bomb. The protest also addressed American attitudes and mistreatment of Muslims and minority races, according to Mohammed Avulsi, community member and second-year law student. The West Campus bus situation isn't going to get any better anytime soon. According to an official from Capital Metro, limited funds mean that new buses will not be added to the popular route. The UT shuttles will be going through a makeover soon, as Capital Metro will replace the white and orange campus buses with blue Capital Metro branded buses. Student government approved an initiative Tuesday supporting the addition of food trucks on campus. The legislation will allow SG members to work with appropriate administration entities to bring vendors to campus and approve locations for food trucks to operate. The food trucks are anticipated to arrive near the Student Activity Center by February 2016 when a new portion of the plaza will be completed, according to SG President Xavier Rutnowski. APD has put in new signs and new policies on streets around campus to ease traffic burdens. Don't block the box. APD's traffic reduction campaign makes it illegal for cars to stop in the middle of an intersection and block traffic from moving past when the signal turns red. Signs have been placed along intersections on Guadalupe Street, including at Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, 21st, 24th, and Dean Keaton. Police will patrol these intersections during morning and evening rush hours and can issue tickets to pedestrians, cyclists, and drivers. And now to Nick Castillo with the Daily Texan Sports Update. Thanks, Justin. Texas football lost a heartbreaker to Cal 45-44 when Nick Rose missed an extra point, which would have tied the game. Texas rallied from 21 points down in the fourth quarter, led by Richard Freshman Gerard Hurd, who had a historic night, 364 yards passing and 163 yards rushing and three touchdowns. He is now the leader in total offense for an individual player, breaking Vince Young's record. His performance has re-energized the Texas offense, which has seen an increase in production, which has also helped its wide receivers. You've got a guy like DJ Johnson who's been able to break out after having a tough three years on campus. Now as a senior, he has really seen his production go up. DJ Johnson had 145 yards last week, wasn't able to get into the end zone, but he was able to help the team on multiple plays where he got open and had big around, I think I believe it was three plays for 25 yards or longer. The defense has continued to struggle. It's not getting any better since it's first two games. It's first against Notre Dame and then Rice. They're ranked number 118 out of 127 schools, giving up a ton of yards each game. We'll see how they perform against Oklahoma State when they kick off Big 12 play. The Cowboys come in ranked number 24 in the AP poll. They're led by sophomore quarterback Mason Rudolph, who has thrown for five touchdowns this season. It's looked really well, despite their lackluster games against Central Michigan, Central Arkansas, and UTSA. But this will be the toughest opponent Oklahoma State has played all year despite Texas's reeling defense, and they'll present a tougher challenge for Gerard Hurd as well because they're going to be the best defense he's played as a starter. Rice and Cal have, aren't 
defenses like the Cowboys have. So we'll see what Texas can do. Surprisingly, they have the number one red zone offense in the country. Every time they've gotten into the red zone, they've scored. It's going to be 95 degrees at DKR tomorrow. So be prepared as you bake in the sun watching Texas play Oklahoma State. And back to you, Justin. All right. Thanks, Nick. Uh, Thanks for giving us the heads up about that 95 degree heat. So UT released new data about graduation rates and diversity rates. And we have Matthew Adams, one of our senior reporters here. So can you tell us more about that? Yeah, so graduation rates were released yesterday by the university as the university initiative under President Powers. It was his goal and the university's goal to increase graduation rates to a minimum of 70% of classes getting out of here. UT released yesterday that that percent is up to around 58%, little over 2% increase from previous year. This is a good sign for UT, um, considering it, its goal is the 70%, but it still has a ways to go before um, the class of 2017 reaches that. As part of this uh, study, UT found that among this year's freshman class, what would be class of 2019, the Hispanic population and also the African American population increased slightly. However, um, some students expressed that that diversity, while it is increasing, there's still a long ways to go for UT to reach that. And you also did a follow-up on the uh, sexual assault story we covered last week involving a system kind of produced story, right? Yeah, so this week was pretty heavy with sexual assault studies. We had on Monday the Association of American Universities released their study that UT participated in. And then later this week, a story regarding UT system sexual assault study. And what that is, is the AAU study just focused on UT Austin but the chancellor and the system has taken it upon themselves to do an internal study that looks at all of the UT institutions. And they will be conducting a survey, but they will also be breaking it down further and looking at the economic impacts this can possibly have on students. They would be doing a cohort study for UT Austin that tracks students over their four-year time from their freshman until they graduate, looking at sexual assault encounters, not only they experience, but what they see happening around campus. All right, awesome. Now, what can we be keeping our eye out for from you next week? So the main thing next week, um, Wednesday will be a heavy day with gun-free or Senate Bill 11 discussions about concealed handguns allowed on college campuses. At noon on Wednesday, a gun-free rally will be happening um, on the main mall. And then... Later that night, from 7 to 9, a public forum will be held to discuss options that students, faculty, or the public feel necessary UT should be taking. And now we have Chris Duncan and Kat Cardenas in the studio with the Daily Texan Backbeat. Thanks. So today we are going to be covering Mac Miller's third studio album, his major label debut, Good A.M., and here's one of the songs off the album that we think represents it pretty well. It's called 100 Grandkids. I made a promise to my mama that I bless her with some grandkids. She spoil them. But till then I'm getting dollars. I'm just doing what I gotta. Can a man live? And it's all day. Overall, I really like the backing tracks on this album. It had like a really classic retro vibe. And it was pretty clean production-wise. Yeah, I, I, the title of this song is actually, to me... It, it's very attractive, and but it ends up that the bars in the song are some of the best that I've ever heard Mac Miller 
actually rap in his career. Yeah, I think he did a really good job on these verses. Um, he's definitely evolved and has a much more mature sound than he did on previous releases. Yeah, the first half of the song, he focuses a lot on the future and, you know, the name of the song being 100 Grandkids, the literal sense of family and that how his mother doesn't pressure him to have kids. But the second half is a bit more selfish and it's all about his quick career growth and 100 Grand being the money 100 Grand because he's so wealthy, apparently. The next song we're going to have for you guys is Break the Law. Check it out. In the race of horses, I am. My homies got my back, they all verize hand. I bring this to you, la 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 live, man. You gonna need at least five hands to hold my finance. So the production on this song was what really stood out to me. Uh, Thundercat helped produce it, and he's just notorious for, you know, making great beats. He did work with Kendrick Lamar, a lot of other great rappers. But in my opinion, the lyrics could have been a little bit better. Uh, they were The lyrics were a bit too braggish for my taste, but... You know, looking back on it, it's not its not like that absolutely ruins the song. Yeah, I definitely wasn't a big fan of this song or the verses on it. I don't think he's really done enough to prove that he deserves all the attention that he's getting. Well, I, I wouldn't say that he hasn't done enough to, uh, you know, to get all this attention. I mean, he just recently released a single that was going to be on the album, but he didn't uh, put it on the album, and that itself has gotten tens of thousands of downloads in just as short as a day but it's a it's a good song but at this point it's around the 10th 11th track the album's starting to get a little long and the album being 17 tracks long it's just 70 minutes is too much yeah definitely the album got really long and by the time this song comes around it already feels like it's starting to drag and so i don't think I think probably the chorus is what saves this song more than anything then. All right, so here's the last song we're going to look at. It is called Weekend featuring Miguel. All the pain that they causing like we balling out everything straight. You feeling the feeling I'm chilling just living I'm getting away. This song was still kind of slow. Um just like Break the Law was, but I think it worked a lot better on this song than it did with Break the Law. Mm -hmm, definitely. The Miguel feature was a really unexpected twist on this album. The first time I heard it, I definitely did not expect it. But it gives the song, it justifies the very slow pace of the song, definitely. Yeah, I think overall, since the album is so long, a lot of the guest appearances are what really like make the album. It would have been pretty monotonous just to hear from Mac Miller the whole time. Yeah, I mean, although I agree with you on that, I think Mac Miller himself has the ability to stand on his own. Maybe if the release was a little shorter, somewhere around 45 to 50 minutes, that would have made the album, uh, you know, really something that I would come back to and listen a lot more often. So that's it from us, and uh, back to Samir. Thanks, guys, for your review on Good AM. And now we'll go to the UT Crime Corner where we take the best lowlights from UTPD. This from DKR. Public intoxication. While attempting to enter the stadium during the UT-California game, a UT student was unable to locate his ticket. Travis County deputies nearby took notice and saw that the student was showing visible signs of intoxication. UTPD officers responded and asked the student where his ticket was. The student then proceeded to pull several items out of his pocket, including his ticket, and place them on the ground. After he stated that he could not find his ticket, officers escorted the student to the nearby EMS station, where it became apparent that he did not need medical attention. The student was unable to contact a sober party, and officers placed him under arrest for public intoxication. Also from DKR, a UTPD officer witnessed a non-UT subject pick up a trash can and throw it down a stairwell onto a lower level of the stadium. The officer detained the man, while other officers checked to see if anyone was injured. The trash can struck a woman on the level below his head. 
The subject with an unnatural dislike for trash receptacles was placed under arrest for recklessly causing injury to another person. And that's the Daily Texan newscast for this week. To stay current on the news and for more on these stories, visit DailyTexanOnline.com. You can also follow The Daily Texan on Twitter. It's at The Daily Texan. And you can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Just search for The Daily Texan Newscast. Thank you. Thanks, guys. podcast is produced by the daily texan and hosted by justin atkinson and samir sunny this week's guests were nick castillo matthew adams kat cardenas and chris duncan the music was by jazar you can join us for the next episode on october 2nd and meanwhile get caught up on the news at dailytexanonline.com